welcome, welcome to the Super Mater Brothers podcast, recapping episode 9 of the 43rd season of Survivor. What about the big girls, or how I like to say it, what about them big girls? I'm Jamil. I'm Foster. Yes, neither of us are Mater Brothers, but we shall still bring to you the same Mater Brothers experience as you've grown accustomed to. So welcome to the show. We already got people in our chats chatting up a storm, right? Demanding, wanting to know. Some people want to know. Sam is asking, when is it starting? Now, Sam. Now. <laughs> okay, so uh, unfortunately, uh, Dave right now is currently on another podcast called the Hold Up Podcast with Davin and Murphy. And um, Jeff is currently in a backyard somewhere. I'm sure of it. So when he's able to, he will make it. But for he the said, time being... No, he said in the chat, he send me the link. Oh, send him the link. Well, I shall send him the link then. Uh, yes, Sam, they betrayed us. I don't know where his priorities lie. Yes. You know, this was a double banger tonight. You know, this was a this was a heavy episode. I don't know where... What happened? What what, what what happened there? I gotta. I rarely use Messenger on my computer, but for Jeff's well, sake, about, I will. I'll get it for Jeff because I like Jeff. Well, while you're doing that, I should say. Well, here's the first thing I thought from the episode, Jamil. While you're figuring that out, is I honestly I wanted James and Owen to throw down. I wanted to see some fisticuffs. I wanted to see some battle, you know, like, and they said tribal council later, I will get to it, but they said that they were yelling. Noel was saying that they were yelling. Well, I don't know if they were yelling and they were like, they wanted, I thought they wanted to go at it. Owen did at least. He was like ready to prove himself. But James was just like, what's up, man? I didn't do anything wrong. What's up? Which to me was weird in general. It's, it's a weird take. Oh, and joining us, joining us is the wonderful and one and only and i'm glad to see him Jeff. Hey. Hey. it's officially a mater brothers podcast because we got a mater you got a mater bro <laughs> all right so uh you foster you've already given your thoughts about the episode kind of in you know what you were looking forward to jeff was there something that you were hoping for for this episode um no, no, nothing like um, that stood out as far. I, I, I was surprised by the Carla Sammy relationship of it all. I, I didn't see that coming, uh, so that that threw me off, you know, a little bit. I was surprised by that. Um, honestly, I'm not surprised by it. I just felt it was a one-sided relationship. It was Sammy kind of going, "Mommy." Uh, mommy, <laughs> uh, we're gonna do this, Bobby. Is it okay? I was like looking for her permission to do it. That's what I felt like. He was he, trying. It's to, almost like, like he doesn't have anybody else to go to to partner up with, and he's just like, "Oh, Carla seems like she's a good option because she was with um, James and Cassidy, Cass, uh, Cassie, right?" Well, yeah. yeah. But okay, if he doesn't have anyone that he could really like depend on. Wasn't the whole point of this alliance to kind of like cement that, put himself in the inner circle of it? Because the way it's looking now, 
he was worried that he was at the bottom of that alliance. I don't think he was. I think Cassidy was. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think it's... Is that the right move to take James out here in this boat and leave Owen in the game um, with Noel? Like, they could have also taken out Noel tonight, you know, if they had wanted to. You know, Carla and Sammy. You know, they could have just went, hey, James, vote Noel. Yeah, her you know? name wasn't brought up, it, it seemed. Or they, they didn't play it off that way. No, and they could have also used the knowledge's power. Like, she gave him the out to, like, I'm going to use this advantage. He could have just taken it for a while. Too, you know? if, if James went in and stepped in and said, hey, I, I don't want you to get the blood on your hands, so I'm going to use the knowledge's power to take it from you and do this move to get out Owen so you don't you still look good. You don't have to be the villain of this story, mm-hmm. right? Right then and there, Noel would have been, no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> I want the blood on my hands, right? And kind of, you know, kind of would have walked back that decision because in the grand scheme of things, it only... It, it makes sense for her to do that uh, if James just wants to be a passenger. And pa- James is, does not give me the vibe of being a passenger at all. He was so, tonight, though. He, he was, know. which led to his downfall. Yeah. yeah. He didn't take the game by the horns tonight, and I think that's why he, he, got, he ended up sitting on that jury. I thought he was, you know, this is what happens a lot in Survivor is people get, you know, at the top of an alliance and they think they can just coast. Like you even saw that with um, Cody and Jesse talking tonight, like, Oh, if we just get to here. We can go coast. And that's not how survivor works. You can never coast. Nope. And it, from the looks of next episode, doesn't look like they're going to be coast at all. Yeah. And, and that's why, um, you know, uh, if you're all watching this, I hope that you watch the episode. Um, James and also, uh, Ryan are no longer a part of this game, uh, the main game. They're part of the jury, uh, as juror number two and three, and we continue on. So uh, I took notes. So, folks, just a heads up. You're not getting sound effects. You're not getting picture screens. It's no. just us, right? That's Dave's Bare thing. Bone. Right? This is, this is just the content. This is just Raw. notes. Emotion. Raw notes. Look at those notes. Right? That's what you're going to get. So, we start off with Sammy. Um, everyone coming back from, you know, Tribal from last episode. Sammy is disappointed that he wasn't able to, you know, get enough votes to change the dynamics and wants to work with Owen. Sure. Right? Sure. Uh, what we later learned from the beginning of this episode is that James was, uh, you know, talked to Owen and um, told him to vote for Ryan, and uh, Sammy was trying to, you know, inform Owen about the details, and James was supposedly keeping him from doing so, and eventually Gabler was the one who kind of pulled Owen aside and gave him the details, the heads up, to allow him entry onto the, the survivor voting bus that Owen so wants to be a part of. Um, thoughts, folks? Thoughts on this opening kind of sequence? Go ahead, Foster. Um, with Owen, once again, it's, just, it's, it's the same situation as the last episode. It's like I'm in the bottom. I'm gonna do whatever I can to like make it make make a make make a p- impact on the game, right? So Owen's not really making the moves. Um, he's letting the game come to him. Um, 
Jesse is he like I feel like in this episode he was like it's like it was up into him and Cody right in the end on their vote right so like if Jesse's in a really comfortable spot and he shows that in the next episode but what I think is is that these are two players that are not on the same level right now they're not in the same point in the game is what I'm saying okay which players Sammy and um no, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about Owen and Jesse, but for Sam, if you're talking about Sammy as well, Sammy, Sammy's just he's not finding his footing. Like he's trying all these different things, he's talking about all these different things, but he's not like obviously I think that you know, I think he kind of spearheaded the whole uh um uh James thing tonight, right, with Carla. But I feel like with Sammy, once again, he's still not he's gonna make his big move. And then he's gonna get like maybe eliminated a week or two after, right? Like he's 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 kind of like he's looking for his opening to to do something. I feel like. Well, I think you're onto something because, like, I think with Sammy, um, you know, tonight when, once he went to Carla and was like, "Oh, I gotta go to Carla," I was like, "That's a big mistake," because you had the numbers. You didn't even need to do that, but he didn't want to blindside her because you're right. Like he's like a little puppy looking for an owner, and you know, but if if he played a little bit more um, confident, a little bit more aggressive, I think he would get more credit at the end. And that's really kind of what you want. You know, you want to get that credit at the end. You don't want to be looked at like, oh, well, you just, you know, rode Carlos coattails or whoever, you know. And that's kind of what I'm seeing from Sammy. Yeah, I yeah. can I could agree, to, agree with that. It's just Sammy's giving me Xander vibes. We're, we're seeing him do a lot of stuff and talk a lot of game. Mm-hmm. But what I'm not seeing is people reacting to what he is saying, whether it be agreement or acknowledgement of that's Sammy's plan. That's we're doing we're doing what Sammy says, right? The closest we got was Carla kind of like, okay, I see what you're talking about, kind of response eye level back. But like, what is he doing? You you could do a lot of stuff in Survivor. But it doesn't mean anything if it doesn't necessarily impact the thoughts of the people that you're playing with. How did James not notice um, Sammy asking Carla, like, which way do you want to go? Like, how does he not notice that? You know? And, and the- <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like it was like it was like almost too convenient that they were talking in front of them. And it was like the way they showed it. They're like, you want to do this right now? You want to do this right now? And they're like two feet in front of them. And they can't see the peripheral vision. I think James but. got his eyes got too big, um, and he's like, "Yes, this plan—it's gonna blindside Owen so badly. Owen's gonna be fooled." And he—he just—he had that in his 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 head that yeah. that was gonna be the outcome. And as the the pieces on the board kind of played out, he just only saw the one move and not the multiple moves that could have sprung from said action. Wait, like, how do you not read the room? Like when Noelle's like, Oh, too much testosterone and she's shutting it down. Like, how do you not kind of notice that there's a plan afoot? I just don't get like how he, he didn't seem to read his, that tribe at all. Let's, you know? let's vote now. Let's vote now. Kind let's of vote thing. now. Like all these different, like there was clues for him to figure out, use your power, take her, steal a vote play it and then maybe carla switches her vote maybe i i felt like honestly i felt like carla should have voted for um should have uh used her immunity and saved james 
Because I, I feel think like it... everything that happens next episode, in terms of everyone scrambling to take out the new, like, who they think is in charge, wouldn't happen if James is still there. James was the primary target that everyone felt was kind of running things. And he was, yeah. he was not going to win, right? He doesn't no. have the ability to win immunity to to kind of give him that runway right and there's more than enough gamers who would take over like would overstep him given the chance so he's not long for the game he does not have the the hardware of james the skill of cody the social game of um, carla right i i didn't think he was long for this game at all but as long as he was there thought to be the figurehead he was a perfect shield. Now both shields are gone. <laughs> Ryan yeah, and that's, James. That's true. Both shields are gone. And like a player like Jesse, I think, is just going to keep sliding toward the end of the game because he just, nobody looked at him as a threat, you know? Which is odd, I think. I, I, I really – like Jesse's one of those players like that he's kind of one of the more dangerous players, you would think, right? Because he's not – he's kind of under the radar you know he's like not seen as a threat but at the same time he's having the conversations with the same people he's got that alliance right so it's kind of obvious how it is sorry i had to slip those two comments from sam in which is team shamil for life and that james is gonna win for those who this is their first episode of the supermater podcast uh just a little heads up we got a a draft that's going on and the number one pick james was chosen by our commenter sammy a friend of the show um the um the the love muffin of ellie um ellie hashtag ellie for second chances uh and if jesse wins this season of survivor we here at Super Mater Brothers, or specifically Dave, will do a Gilligan's Island recap podcast. So there is skin left in the game. So, uh, you know, message Sam and let uh, Sam know that you're pulling for him or that you hope <laughs> you hope against hope that his dreams get crushed. Uh, so, uh, yes, uh, that's that's a little heads up on our draft. Um, now. The next situation that we saw was that um, we went straight into the immunity challenge. So it was an endurance challenge with the added bonus reward of the um, of the last person who was uh, left from a team. They got split up into two teams. Um, their team would get PB&J and would be the last group to actually go to tribal council. So the teams were split, and I, I messed up the split, but we'll see how it goes. Red team was Cassidy, Jesse, Gabler, Ryan, and Cody. And blue team was Owen, Sammy, Carla, James, and Noel. Um, Sounds all right. Yeah. Now, in terms of order of elimination, uh, Jesse was out first, which is the perfect place to go out first. And this time, I think people forget entirely who went out first in this. Yeah, he, uh, this, he, didn't, he didn't even try it, looked like. Nope. It wasn't one for him to win at all. Yeah, that's uh, true. Right? People, like, people are going to have conversations about, well, who's a threat to win immunity? And they're going to think of Cody first. They're going to think of Gabler. Think, they're going to even think of 
Carla first before they actually think of Jesse, which is a perfect place you want to be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fly under the radar. Exactly. Um, then Casty went out, then Noel, then James, then Gabler, then Owen, then Sammy, and then Carla was the winner for the blue team. Um, she unfortunately Carla was looking strong. If she had both nice, hands. Nice, nice upper technique, eh? That was like, you know, body weight down, leaning up, broken finger. Yeah. Uh, it's work smarter, not harder. It was really good. Where you saw like someone like Ryan who was just muscling it out. All right. Flexing. Flexing for the, <laughs> for the big girls. <laughs> yes, for the big girls. Um, then Ryan went out and Cody was the winner. When you think about it, the top four, or even top five, or six, Gabler, Owen, Sammy, Carla, Ryan, Cody. Carla really sticks out there. Mm-hmm. And um, um, she'll, you know what? She'll get a lot of credit if she makes it to the end about that. Y- you kind of want to straddle that line. And the type of game that she's playing, especially with social being her major focus and strategy. A lot of people are not going to see a lot of the moves that she did. But if she has the element that she could at least hold her own in challenges, right, does very well for her in terms of her stock. I was surprised that Noelle didn't do better because I thought, you know, you just lean on that prosthetic leg, you know, and you just, I never had a prosthetic leg, but, you know, your leg wouldn't get tired, obviously, because there's no leg. Yeah, like a kickstand, you know, you just, you just lean on that kickstand and then just, you know, you just go like this, and then your leg never gets tired. Well, you know, I, I figure that it still hurts because it isn't just like she has no feeling there. It's right. her body leaning on this unyielding mm, thing that true. sticks up and is strapped in, so there's no relief. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. So I don't know, this- like if someone if someone in the comments has a a prosthetic leg and has experience. Uh, where's John Cartmill? Uh, John Car- yeah, we need John Cartmill <laughs> to give us the details about this. Um, but I don't know. That's that's what I assumed, and um, I also think that she does not want to come across as too much of a threat. But she's gonna have to do more in coming next uh, next episode because. Uh, the the was it the the seal is off the rose or the bud is off the rose? I don't know the term, but you know, everyone's gonna be looking at her that she was able to basically mess up James because that was her plan. Yeah, and, yeah, she's gonna get the credit for that, I think. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see about that. Although I think Carla also voting for James kind of takes that away from the wall too. True. You know, you know what I mean. I'm just keeping an eye on the comments. Um, okay. So the next part is um, they come back, they go back, and we um, see this. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before, before we, by the way, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Way to spend $20 to, like, you know, to boost their spirits yeah. in an immunity challenge. Nice job. It's always the skinny girls that are so excited about that, too. It's always like the. The, the sugars or the um uh, what was the girl that was on um heroes villains uh she, she it's all it's always the really really skinny girls that are like peanut butter <laughs> where if it was Jonathan John is like where's the steak 
yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where's the steak this well, that's what I'm saying. It's just like everyone's getting super hyped for this. It's just like I know you're not eating great, but like I would have expected. Like, I know they're going to do a better meal probably later on, but like, like, come on. Anyways, Look, okay. You know what? Even speaking about that, I would still be annoyed by this because at the end of the day, sure, it's peanut butter and jelly, but I can't eat peanut butter and jelly by itself. I need to have something to 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 drink Wait. it down. Wait, there was no bread? Oh yeah, there was bread, right? Yeah, but there was like no nothing to drink. Even if it was milk. Yeah. Like, give me something to it's 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 tough. It's dry. Like I need something to like wet my palate as it's I guess they have water. You don't want they, just wa- water with They got water. Juice. You know, juice. I think juice would be a, an appropriate. Juice or or you know, milk or something. Some or... sort of mango juice, some tropical juices. I think that something. would be something. Something, yeah. right? Unless you you gonna have a dry mouth, get a toaster out there, toast the bread. You know what I'm saying? You're you're a toasted peanut butter and jelly man. Well, not peanut butter and jelly, just peanut butter and toast. That's that's my that's my jam. So you wouldn't have any jelly? No. Okay. I'd be upset if they served me that if they only served me that, and I was like, if there's no just peanut butter, I'd be like, I'd be furious. I'd be like, are you kidding me? This is discrimination. What is the difference between jelly and jam? Uh, I, I, I think a jam can is isn't isn't a j- no. I don't I don't know. Is what is the j- difference? Isn't a jam fruit based and the jelly is more open to interpretation? I think a jelly is less concentrated. I think a jam is like yeah more more right. more flavorful. Like you know, like jelly is in gelatin, I right? Think, so. So that might be the difference. Jam might be have the pectin, and jelly has the gelatin. Yeah, I don't know. Sam is saying jelly and jam are the same thing, but uh, well, we'll, 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 that'll be the deciding vote, I guess. I don't think they are. I, I think, I think they are slightly different things. Sam, here's the thing, though. Just because you believe it to be the case, because this traditionally is used interchangeably, doesn't mean somewhere, especially on Survivor, where they're going to like, oh, no, it's this and it's this, right? Where they can kind of get away with using that term, right? It's like saying um, cheese spread, right? right? It's like, is it? it's not cheese, it's cheese spread, right? right? You can You can get away with using something that isn't exactly it but close to it or flavored it but i think jam has to be used the actual you know fruit itself like strawberry jam right. versus strawberry jelly i think it oh, is different you know by the way for me it has got to be chunky peanut butter let's get that straight right now you know i love that peanuts in the, in the, in the oh, peanut butter what about natural peanut butter versus oh, you know? oh that's what i feed my dog I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not 100% peanuts. That's what I fed her when she was a puppy. My roommate has that, but I can't, oh, just, there's not enough taste. Jeff, I will do it only if there's a flavorful jelly. I could only do it with a flavorful jelly. Okay, okay, that's fair. I could do it. Yeah, stir it. I wouldn't prefer it. You know, know, Amanda likes it. I like, I like the good old sugar stuff. Yeah. You know. I don't have peanut butter and jelly all the time, so if I'm going to <laughs> indulge in that, I want it to be, you know, the real thing. When I say the real thing, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. You want the fake stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Gabler and Ryan split off, and they um, 
They talk about how Cassidy is next. But they can say if Cody is uh, if Cody's going to be on board uh, when talking to him because he has an idol. Sorry, they don't know. They know that they can't tell Cassidy that they're actually going to vote for Cody because you know Cody has an idol, so it wouldn't make any sense to vote for him. That statement there yeah. tells me one important thing: that he has no idea what's going on. Not even that. <laughs> it states that they won't even even pretend to mention Jesse as a as an actual option. Yeah. yeah. Right. Why? Okay. Which is interesting, right? It says that they they wouldn't even bother that. So we'll just tell her, right, straight up that you know that's it's between you two the whole game jamil jesse has had some sort of bulletproof vest on that nobody can even throw his name out there he's like boss and rob without the hey what you doing you know <laughs> like it, i just don't get what they're all kind of scared of him i think as far as strategically um i don't get it I, you, no, know you know what they you know what it is everyone thinks that he, he's either on their side or he's not going after them Right? Exactly the way well, that he, yeah. he the way that he's putting out there, right? He once again under the radar. Uh, it's under the radar. Yeah. He's flying, and he's getting other players to to fire the bullets for him. You yeah. know, because yeah. the decision was really Cody and Jesse's, but the implications from what it seems from other people was that I think Cody made that decision, or Cody talked to Gabler about it, and he's well, just there like eased back on the situation. Will Will Jesse write a thesis about how he used his gang mentality to win Survivor? <laughs> Who's his shock color? Yeah, Cody's his shock collective. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a it's a great strat to win, but you got to show your work at the end of the game, right? It's, it's that's a, it. That's true. Right? He is playing a lot like Adam Klein, like the way he played when he won. And I didn't respect his game. And everyone was like, oh, he played a really good game. I was like, ah, whatever. He played the, this under the radar, get to the end at all costs, but don't don't really put your neck out on the line the whole time type the, game. And I don't really respect that game. But the, the problem is exactly that. People might not respect it. And if the jury is in that grouping of not respecting that gameplay, you're, <laughs> you're dead to rights right there. There is, there is nothing you can really do. So. Yeah, but like sometimes, like the, the that player gets all the kudos, and I'm I'm always kind of like, huh, you know. But the thing is, we don't see a lot of what's going on. Although, do you know what? I have one thing to say about the episode tonight, guys. The the whole thing where it's like you've made it through 17 days, and it's like, oh, I've been dreaming about peanut butter for 13 days. I'm like, these. If I played before season 40 in Survivor, I'd be like, these pansies, you know. Like, try getting to day 27. You know, with like only a little bit of rice, and like I don't know. I just think they're so pampered these these contestants, and I'm I'm not here for it. So funny thing that happened: my sister came and actually watched Survivor with me, and um, I'm I'm kind of making notes, and I say, "Oh, it's day 17," and she's like, "Oh, day 17? Man, they're not even at the merge yet." <laughs> like, wow, you haven't watched it about three seasons because. They're merged deep already. There are already a couple of people. There's people in the jury. And she's like, what? Why? And that's the thing. 
why? And I tried explaining about now it's faster, now it's less days. She's like, that's not Survivor. And I can't disagree with her. It isn't Survivor. It's kind of Survivor light. And it's like Celebrity Survivor. Yeah. Oh gosh, if they did if they did like a Celebrity Survivor season with this this thing, it'd be even shorter. It'd be like what, 10, 12 days? It'd be seventeen days. Ugh. That's all they could take. Yuck. 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 <laughs> Chris Kattan starts licking his lips. Is like, do I get cake <laughs> on the third day? I've been dreaming about cake for the last three days. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so, um, from that, um, you know, they talked to Cody about the situation. Now, Cody talks to Jesse and Cass. Um, Cass, you know, obviously picks Ryan, right? That he, uh, she wants him to go. Uh, we get Cass's backstory about her family and her tribute to her sister. I honestly just kind of zoned out about it. Cass seems like a fine enough person. I just don't, at this point, I don't care about yeah. that. The motivations for each person to me should be the same, which is to win, right? Yeah. And I, I just think they should do all that stuff pre-merge. You know what would help if they had more days, you know? To be able to do that, you know, but well, yeah, I shouldn't be learning. I shouldn't be learning, you know, three votes into the merge about your sister. And I get it; like it's tragic, and uh, like it, it has us learn about her a little bit more. And I, I understand all that stuff, and it was quick. And I could see how people would be like, "Oh, whatever," but I don't know. I feel like all that should be done before the merge, and then the game should speak for itself. So I was trying to like. <sighs> I was trying to understand how did they used to communicate this information beforehand? And the way they did it was they did it during confessionals where they would mm -hmm. have the, the, the individuals talk about themselves. There would be no flashbacks. It would just be them and their reaction to their story. We would get the flashbacks and the details and the, the, the pictures when they went to you really? know, jury. Not, they would jury they would do a whole segment dedicated to them i don't know if you um i don't know if you all watch ponderosas throughout the seasons i haven't watched any of these for the last couple of years but that traditionally was the kind of this person is part of the jury and this is their journey right? yeah and i've always liked it i love the ponderosas i don't want ponderosas to be part of the show especially this deep, right? It takes focus yeah. on what is happening because the motivation now is pretty simple, which is just to win, to get past sure. this vote. Yeah, no, they're not showing it because of motivation. They're showing it because they, you know, we don't really know a lot about these characters. You're right, because they're not doing as many confessionals. It's all, you're only kind of watching them communicate with other players. So you're like, oh, what is this Cassidy really even about? And then they have to do like yeah these segments to kind of explain it to you, but like really before it was done through con you know the confessionals, and you know the best players always you know were the ones that had good confessionals, right? So this came up uh, last week on um, uh, Rob has a podcast had an episode with um, um, Christian Hibiki, which was a great sure. listen to, um, and in that that whole series they talked for three hours about the state of survivor one of the things they mentioned was in terms of communication of how things are happening on the island they would be able to get all sorts of confessionals because 
they had so much time to ask these questions and to get that feedback. Now, with the episodes being a lot shorter, yeah. um, when I say episodes, I mean the season in general being a lot shorter, yeah. they're really pressed for time that if they did not get the reaction to something then and there, it's hard to circle back because the conversation isn't live, right? And uh, he, he went on to talk about how they wouldn't go back to say, how did you feel about something that happened three days ago, but talk to it like it's happening right now? They don't do it in Survivor. So if they miss the opportunity, then that opportunity is squandered and they can't really have that conversation. And the reason why they, they specifically went to this conversation point was because they were talking about the whole uh, Janine's uh, uh, Immunity Idol, how it ended up with Jesse, and why was there a conversation with Jesse talking to Dwight um, to convince him to to give him the idol? What was the thought process that came about that decision? And we never got that reasoning. We only got that Jesse said that he had it, right? So they missed that opportunity. Why? We don't know. But it leads to believe that if this was a regular season of Survivor, right? We would know. We would know because it would be a live part of the show. Yeah, the, I think the the I don't know why they decided twenty six days. Like I thought, like even if it was thirty days, you know, take nine days off. Sure, you know, I could see you having enough time, you know, to get everything you need. But like to to limit yourself down to twenty six days, I feel like it's like speed chess, and yeah, they don't have enough time to to get everything. You know, can you imagine doing a Big Brother season in twenty six days, like. Oh. You know, they do it with Big Brother Celebrity, and it's kind of awful. It is. Um, it is, actually. I, I would never try to substitute a regular season Survivor into Celebrity. Uh, celebrity is just there f to be a train wreck, and it is super disposable. I like Unless we have to cover it, I'm not watching it. It's not, <laughs> a, it's not a real season, in my opinion, at all. So, Yeah. All right, so... Um, from that, we, uh, go to the other tribe and, uh, Carla points out that James really wants Owen. Um, Noel talks to Sammy and Carla about it. Now, James and Owen talk at the water fountain, our, um, our big confrontation. Owen gets frustrated at the situation and James, um, elusiveness. Uh, they come back to the tribe still arguing. I did not understand <laughs> how how this was a good move for either player. I felt that James did a poor job of managing Owen, and Owen did a poor job in terms of communicating and trying to, like, what was his end goal? Was his end goal to gain James's trust? Because he wasn't doing that. Was his, was his end goal to, to appear to be someone if he doesn't get his way, he's going to confront um, someone and shout about during around camp about a situation that didn't go your way, and even James. Okay, so Owen proved his loyalty, right? And then what, right? Why didn't you handle James better? Say thank you. I know it was a crummy situation I put you in, right? And um, you did vote the way we asked you to vote. You proved your loyalty. I was a little like 
use the votes that he voted against you and, and kind of use as your explanation. You voted against me. I was unsure about you. So I, I understand why I wasn't forthcoming. You proved yourself, right? Now I need to do my part to kind of let you in and let's talk through, let's work together, right? Build build bridges. Why are you burning bridges? It's like, sorry, man, what, it's not my fault. Like he was just, he was he was not taking in what James was saying and was just completely dismissive of about it. Both people played it poorly in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I, I didn't see how any either player came across well. Um, but the the sad thing is that Owen feels like I feel like he feels rewarded for what he did. You know, I think he thought he was on the chopping block and if he didn't do what he did, he would have went home. But the thing is, James probably would have went home regardless had that outburst occurred. You know, that outburst was just a microcosm of those two not trusting each other. And it just was, yeah, it was, it just kind of got in the way more than really caused anything to occur. Is James voting for Owen um, to win at the game the way that things are going? No. No. So why? Why? And I, I, don't, think, I don't, I don't I, think anything that he's going to do really is going to change his mindset. I think James can appreciate what Noel did. But Owen hasn't shown him anything why you should vote for him. Again, it's day 17 and Owen is at his breaking point. You know, like, geez, like wh- these are some soft players, you know. Well, here's the one thing I was wondering, too, is uh, earlier in the season, were there, like, older players, like, closer to Gabler's age? Like, because like, it all seemed like they're really young players. Uh, they're actually, I don't think so. I don't think most of them are in their t- 20s. I think most of them are in their, like, lit 30s, you know, for the most part, on this cast. Well, I, just, okay. just imagine, um, outside of, I think, two people, all of them were women, and those women weren't old at all, really. Um, so Ellie, Marianne, um, who else? Uh, there was a couple more women. None of them were really, really old. The Was it Heather? Um, the, yeah. The, she was she was younger than Gabler, but she was more she felt more like thirty five than she was really forty something, right? Yeah. So maturity wise, yeah. <laughs> so I, I I don't really get the yeah it's not close to Gabler in terms of how Gabler acts. Uh, Sammy has some information for us, uh, which is. At least thirty-one. I just want to let everyone know uh, that uh, interesting fact. She's single. (laughs) That's what you need to find out, Sam. Lindsay, this season, right? Right. And also, uh, Sam says no Ponderosa videos this season, which I am extremely disappointed about. I love Ponderosa. You kind of get that resolution to the story. Um, with a lot of characters, because when Owen gets eliminated, there's going to be that confrontation of him and James, right? And they're going to talk out their situation, whether they like each other or they don't, right? So you get a resolution to the story. I like that. Right. right? That's fair. Yeah, because then you, you don't really get to see them until Final Tribal, and then, you know, you, you really have no idea where they stand, you know? Correct. And also... With finale night the being the way that it is, like they they don't cover these things anymore. 
right? They talk to a couple people. They talk to the audience, and you know, it's it's yada yada everything else. This is the point where a lot of those storylines that were long running storylines throughout the season, you know, play out. When Cassidy eventually gets eliminated, uh, sorry, Cassidy, <laughs> if I'm just assuming, right? There's going to be that confrontation with Ryan about why they they picked each other to get eliminated. Why were they going for each other throughout the season? That question is going to come up. It's never going to come up during finale night. So, Who has a better chance to win of my two remaining players, Sammy or Cassidy? Sammy? Yeah, both hard, right? I I don't know who to go for. <laughs> I, I, like they're both I, I, not I, super impressive right now, but they're also like they have they could win, but they don't. I don't know. They're not like a Jesse or yeah. Kobe. I have, Can they I have, win? I have three players in like the well, I did anyway up until tonight in like the top eight, and none of them am I confident about. You know, or was so, you know Ryan, Cassidy, and Sammy. I'm like they're all losing. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel, feel about it. You know, yeah, I agree. I think you're right. Cody or Jesse or Carla or, you know, I, I don't even know who else. You know, pretty much those three players, I think. Have the I, best I, I, I did. I, I At the end of the episode, I, I, wrote, I did write down that I, I think Cody, Jesse, Carla, and I do think Sammy is in that top four just because he's actually – it seems like the way they're setting him up is that he's actually – doing something like he's making the game move right he's having conversations that are productive and so i kind of put him in that top four in terms of like socialized game he's doing really well but he hasn't like uh, immunities he hasn't like you know impressed noel would be i guess the other player maybe you know in that mix I just, that, yeah, I just, she keeps she talks she talks a lot of games she like even like obviously sammy had the big conversation with carla to get the get the votes right but like, but you're right. Noel was the one that was like, I want to use my steal of vote to like. At least it was a game move, right? It was just like to make sure James didn't use the the, the power of knowledge, right? And obviously, that's now what like two two advantages in a row that went out of the game without being used, right? So, I I don't I just feel like Xander. I'm sorry, Sammy is in the Xander category where for us as the audience, we're seeing all these conversations, all these moves. And they pretty much were just done to dead ears, to deaf ears. And he's not going to get any type of leeway, or not leeway, but favor when it comes to final. Um, in terms of, like, the the idols and the advantages kind of disappearing um, and not being used, people don't use, <laughs> people don't use um, advantages anymore. And when I say that is, once again, I'm coming back to the Christian Hibiki podcast where he talks about he said uh, if someone had never watched Survivor prior to season 40 and they were watching it now they would not understand the concept of how powerful an immunity idol is because when's the last time you saw an immunity idol swing a vote in the absolute other direction in terms of people voted idol was played and the person who everyone voted for didn't go out someone else did it hasn't happened in the in this new format i don't think right which is what the entire like the second age i believe of survivor was based upon the power of the idol and 
it's pretty much just a prop. Yeah, I would say like yeah, like there's kind of different ages. There's like one to thirteen, which thirteen is Cook Islands or whatever, and that was the start of the idol. Then there's like thirteen, I think, to forty, and now we're in this new age. I would say even before that, I think when idols became, uh, I think Russell kind of broke idols, right? Right. And then it became just stockpiling advantages kind of situation and uh, up until I think um, Island of the Idols and then it's just been about you know it, it taking a backseat to more making sure you you split votes and it's more strategic but in such a boring way that trust clusters <laughs> trust clusters oh jeez so bad was that Island of the Idols, Idols, or that was the one before? That was Second Chances. Oh, that was the second Second Chances. Yeah, that was the one with Fishback on it. Second yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's just we're like in the third or fourth age of Survivor, and as much as I love this show, the the formatting has leaves a lot to be desired. And I think that's something that they should honestly rethink about. I honestly think they, they made a lot of the decisions based on like what made it easier for production rather than what that. I, I don't see a lot of uh, caring about what the audience wants or or what even the contestants would make it more interesting for the contestants. It's I feel like it's more about what the production wants to do. Uh, news. Oh. So Sam well, says that Ellie is married. Or one out. Uh, well, you don't know the nature of the relationship. They could be polygamous, right? So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or maybe, you know, Ellie finds that the life that she currently ha- has isn't satisfying in comparison to the life that she could have with you. Right. So, um, you know, just keep working on yourself. Put yourself out there, Sam, you know. All right. Rites of passages. How does people feel about that? I don't know. What is that? So the rites of passage to me was the um, just before the last uh, challenge. They had the isn't the walk of memories kind of things where. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where they remembered all the players or that they voted out. Yes. No, it's so ridiculous. Although on day 25 to do that. You know what I mean? Um, instead of now, it used to be day 38. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm not going to the comments as much as before. Sam, occasionally I'll check over, um, but uh, I've focused in on this conversation. See, when when Dave is hosting, I can look at the comments a lot more, but I got to keep things running, got to keep the show going. So I'm not ignoring you, right? All right, so... um, Let's see. We'll go back to uh, the Blue Tribe, and Noel and James are talking. Noel lays down her plans about um, how she plans to to get Owen with the Steela vote, um, and then she turns around and tells Owen and Sammy about her true intentions. Um, this is good in terms of her laying out her plan, but she does not realize how close this entire plan was to falling apart due to Sammy. 
Yep. You might when she when she's gonna she's gonna think, huh? Why was that unanimous? Why did Carla vote our way? She's gonna she's gonna wonder. She should wonder. Well, I think that what's going to happen is is that if if the next episode is as they portrayed it right in there, going to maybe try and go after Cody or Jesse, which I don't think is going to happen, then I think the attention could turn to um, to Carla, right? Um, like she doesn't have uh, James anymore, right? And and I don't you know I don't know how strong her allegiances are with anybody else, so. Well, I think that Jesse and Carla are are together very close. And you can see that Cody and and Jesse have a good relationship. I Cody feel like do- Cody trusts Jesse implicitly and Jesse's just using Cody. That's how I feel about their relationship. But, but is smart enough not to put himself in a position where that right. is questioned. Yeah. Right? Cody has Gabler, which is good. He keeps Gabler in the loop. Right? Um I just Sammy is just doing I, I felt like he should have give Carla a heads up but at the same time him repeatedly going to her and having like a looping conversation I, I don't think that did him any favors at all is, is, while listening to Rob has a podcast Jamil is there any talk about how Cody is like a southern version of Rob what like Rob Sestinino? Yeah, don't you don't you see a resemblance between them? <laughs> I, I guess a resemblance is one thing, but in terms of attitude, it's like oh his, yeah, his they're, cool cousin. They're, yeah, their personalities are totally different, but they look so much alike, and they kind of like speak the same way in, in not an accent, but in like the way they explain things. And so yeah, I don't know. I just I I wonder if uh, anyone said that to him. <laughs> I I don't know. That's more Dave thing. Dave is the. Uh, subscriber to right. that patron i i i always like this season i've been taken aback by um another thing that christian said casting has been really good when you have like cody's and jesse's and carla's right even even if you might not like her noel is an interesting character mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. ryan was interesting even though like as a concept and not an actual player he was like boring as hell gabler is interesting these are interesting archetypes and and characters that we're seeing so i will not complain about casting per se of the show i feel like a lot of these individuals are being shortchanged in terms of their time on the island to really showcase the personality that they're coming with because i think if if Carla continues the way she is, she should be considered as like in high regard as the Cerise and yeah, you know, I agree, right? But I feel like she's going to be recognized like Mama C. Do you do you all remember Mama C? Not really. Y- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what I feel like. I think you're right. I think the because the game was that certain length for a reason. It wasn't like, you know, an accident. It was because I think it helped them to build a full story. And now I feel like we're getting incomplete stories. Like with Marianne winning and uh, who won before her? I had her in the draft. Uh, the, you had her in the draft and you can't remember. 
yeah, exactly. What was her name? Um, She's from Niagara Falls. Um, yeah. Niagara Falls. Yeah, I forget her name. Anyway, they're both Canadian girls. But anyway, yeah, the, the problem is, like, I didn't really get a good winner's edit. I didn't really go, oh, I see why they won. You know what I mean? They just kind of won by default in a way, you know, because they got to the end and they had the best story of who was at the end. But it wasn't like they really built, like, compared to all the other players that have played and have won, you're kind of you're like, eh, you know, like, are, is anyone ever going to put Marianne or uh, whatever her name was um, at the top of anyone's winners list? Like, no, like, they, because they didn't play as long, you know, like, I think I, that, I feel like I can make a list of a good portion of the the 40 plus winners of Survivor and it's going to get really muddy in the latter stages of this of this game. Erica. Erica, Erica, <laughs> right? But am I going to call Erica's name before I mention even Bob Crowley? I can yeah. remember Bob Crowley from a not really good season of Survivor. But it was a fun season. It was you a fun season. Less... You had Sugar, you had Randy, oh, you had Corinne. Corinne. Yeah, you had some good players on that season that were yes. fun to watch. Yes, absolutely. Um, okay. Um, so, um, Sammy then talks to Carla and tries to get her opinion, trying hard to make her see the situation from his point of view. Oh no, he does the whole. Do you trust me more than you trust James? Am I am I your boyfriend or is he your boyfriend? Kind of type. I, I love Carter's reaction. What does that mean? Why, why are you asking this question? Doesn't answer it. Just like why yeah. are you asking this question? Yeah, yeah. smart. Because then he gives her the goods right after. <laughs> He's giving it up. Um, this is where my notes kind of just fall apart because honestly, tribal council is just way too long for what is being said. Now, I will put a caveat in. This was one of the few tribal counters where we didn't get, um, Cody, tell us what, you know, the <laughs> what's an analogy of how things are going in the game and how it's like surfing, right? Uh, uh, Ryan, how is the game like getting clams? Please tell us. Right? And Tribal Council is like 10, 15 minutes long of just that garbage where they're not really talking about what's actually happening. Right? Yeah. No, Tribals have been weak this year. Like, really weak. So, this was the first one that kind of had a little bit of spice. Even though, technically, everything that was mentioned was already talked about before. You got the, you know, Sammy looking at Carla... Noel getting absolutely frustrated the fact that we're still talking and it's like let's go let's go let's 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 vote let let's get this done right she wanted to get out of there as quickly as possible yeah i don't blame her because sammy was like she probably saw sammy doing that stuff you know what i mean i absolutely figured so i was like sammy you better not mess this up for me i swear yeah. i'm going to kill you yep yeah i i got those vibes there's too and much testosterone Anything to talk about with this uh, first, um, this first uh, tribal council? Not, not really. Uh, oh, like no. they talked about the they talked about the argument. Um, they 
you know, there was the whole back and forth of, you know, okay, do you feel safe, Owen? Okay, well, what about you, James? Do you feel safe, right? And they were both really confident and that, you know, and then even like it was funny because they showed like Owen smiling <laughs> when when he, when he got his uh, steal a vote taken he away. Nodded. What? Yeah, he nodded. Like even Jeff pointed it out. Yeah, he was like, oh, Owen, you're cool with it, right? He's like, yeah, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. And it's like, uh, James, okay, whatever. And then, yeah, no, it was like, I, I, obviously, it wasn't 100% that Carla was going to go with them, right? Like, but once you got that third vote, it was like, okay, well, obviously, she went unanimous with, with Sammy and Noel, right? But, well, yeah, like, James was pissed. James play, was pissed. The play was, you know, it, Carla should have told James, you know, hey, play your knowledge is power, steal to steal a vote, and then and then we vote Noel out. You know, like that's that is what Carla should have done. I would have voted you know? out Sammy. She could have done that too. Because yeah. the reason why I do that is you have Noel and Owen exposed, right? They're are they really challenge threats, really? Not really at this time. Yeah, that's true. Sammy is the the one who's pushing for change, right? So you eliminate that agent of chaos out of out of the equation. Who does Ryan? Who does um, uh, what's it called? Noel and Owen go to. Ryan's gone. Like they have little options to go to. Yeah. They either play ball or they're gone. They could go to like Ryan, um, um, Jesse, and Cody. You know, maybe you know. And they can decide what to do. Yeah. Right? And but Owen's not going to last long. No. All right. So that's why I was kind of pull. I was hoping that Carla was going to use her her idol, but um, she could have done that, or she should have just gotten the the knowledge is power played. You know. Yeah. Yep. But, but yeah, you're right. Like uh, Noel was like Jeff, 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 Jeff. Are we voting? Okay, I have this. You know. Uh, so nothing to mention about this. James gets eliminated. James is pissed. Oh, right? he was mad. So pissed, he started to like gangster walk to to uh, to the uh, the jury seats. He he rips off his uh, his uh, his uh, his buff his buff off of his head, and then puts it back on sloppily, right? Because he didn't know what to do. Uh, I laughed. I just crackled with laughter. That's like, you got him good. He, he said all the pleasantries. It's like, oh, it's a sign of respect. And they're like, yeah, 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 it was. It's like, no, man, they got you. <laughs> they got so, yeah, you I would have done the same thing. Smart move, smart move. It's like, okay, James, yeah, you're not taking this well. His ego got it. got the best of him. Yeah. He did. He, he, he thought he had it in the bag in terms of, like, this whole vote – Owen's going home. That's what you get, and he got got. Yeah, simple as that. You always have to be looking for if you're going to get caught. You know, you always have to have your head on a swivel. I don't understand why. Look, I also don't understand why people sit where they can't see what's happening behind them. I don't think they get to decide that. Uh, uh, I'd be like, no, I don't want to sit here, Jeff. Put me in the back so I can kind of watch. Yeah. Or on an angle, so I can kind of see the tribe and see you. 
I think they get told, like, you, you know, in production, like, you you will go first and you're going to sit at the far left one. But, you know, that's the deal. Yeah, that's planned. It's, it's, yeah, it's definitely planned. I would be so paranoid. It's like, why do you want me to sit there? That, that seems yeah. kind of fishy. Can I don't see what's there. happening behind. Can I sit with my back to the camera? <laughs> 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 okay. So we go to the next tribal council. And, uh, yeah. Um, they decide to uh, not even stick with the plan because the plan was if James was gone, then Cassie would be gone. Yeah, and, I was surprised. Uh, Foster, do you do you feel like they made the right decision? Um, no, I feel like I feel like they should have gone with Cassie because as much as you know what, I'll I'll take Ryan almost winning immunity challenges, but feeding me fish over the threat of Cassidy or talking, you know, and, 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 and working the game that way. I don't think that, I think that was a good opportunity to take Cassidy out with James being taken out in the other vote. But so what's, so what's their plan now, right? Are they saying that Cassidy is like with them? Like, yeah, I think that was a mistake because um, if you look at like Cody and Jesse, Ryan seemed to be more tight with them then Cassidy is going to be a number for Carla, you know? And, and I think if they could have eliminated both James and Cassidy from Carla in, in one night, and I think, you know, that's the way I would win, you know? Because then Carla's completely on an island. She has Sammy, sure. <laughs> so, you know. But Sammy is, he, like, that's a convenient type of situation for him. If he see the winds changing, I think he would drop Carla. Um, but I don't think he's, I think Carla would, is smart enough to kind of see how the winds are going even before that. Um, regarding Cassidy, um, Cassidy staying in a game brings up a couple of elements. So one, you have the possibility of the girls as a group voting together, mm -hmm. right? Um, you know, James is gone, so there's a power vacuum. And if that power is split over three ways, it's kind of a lot better, especially if you get one of the guys to vote with you um, or two of them to vote with you to kind of, you know, make sure that the, the numbers are in your favor <coughs> for the rest of the game. Now, with Ryan, um, now, I'm just I'm just trying to think, think how this season would go if Ryan never gets eliminated and makes it to the end. So he's going to win Immunity Idols a couple times, probably for the end. Probably wins final, you know, final final four for fire making, right? And um, is he going to pick, is he going to take, um, let's say it was Ryan, Gabler, Jesse, and Cassidy left, right? I feel like he would... I don't know if his fire making skills are good or not, but I feel like he would try to challenge and win to make it to the end. So he'll let Cassidy get past because there's no point of winning over Cassidy. Right? Um, and he would probably challenge either Jesse or Gabler. Um, and like, you see where I'm going with this. I, I feel like his. His means to the end is to win and feed people. Strategy, not really a thing. Social game, also not really a thing. Is that a winning game? And if it isn't a winning game, why would you eliminate someone 
who isn't a threat to win the game at the end. I guess if you're just looking at it like, oh, individually, I can, I can win, uh, uh, you know, immunity challenges, and that's one less person that I have to compete against that I feel like can beat me. You know, that's the only reason to me to take out Ryan. Other than that, make you're right. It makes zero sense. Uh, Cassidy would have made a lot more sense to take out because she's definitely a lot more savvy socially. Ryan didn't even know Cody had an immunity idol. Like, he won the challenge. He, was, he has no idea what's going on. He doesn't care. He's just he's like I'm. I, he had a bag of clams. Uh, how bad did that smell at, at Travel Council? You know. No. His black. His his power move was like, well, you can't eat from me, right? <laughs> you could you say that before. You don't bring the food with you, right? Um, I, I just feel like Cassidy staying in the game, if you're a James or you're a Carla, means that if she's there at the end, that is a person who is going to be kind of talking about the role that she plays similar to yours. A strategic, social-oriented game, which is what James and Carla have a lot of the basis for in terms of their strat, right? So... <laughs> Why Which is you, what, you, sorry, just that's how Erica and Marianne both like kind of won both their seasons too. Is like very much like in the Cassidy role. Which is why you wouldn't want her to be there. Right. Yeah, that's why you'd want to get rid of her. And they would have watched what season forty one this cast. Yeah. But, but not forty two. Yeah, they would. Um. Actually, they might have seen parts of 42 yeah. before they, I think 42, 43 and 44 were, were done together. They were done in pairs, hmm. right? So it was uh, after 40, it was 41, 42 together, and then 43 and 44 together. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, Ryan gets eliminated, ho-hum, and... That's it. That's the the end of the episode. Uh, thoughts overall of this episodes. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I guess, like, you know, it was for a double banger. Like, it was pretty good, you know. Like, it was especially you know, off the last week, you know. So, it definitely picked up. Um, as I said earlier, like the, you know, I just, you know, Cody, Jesse, Carla, and Sammy. Like, that's kind of like the top four, I think, right. Is I think socially, if you will. Right. Um, Cassidy, I don't know in terms of like for previous, right before the merge, right. How she was. So I don't know where, how strong, you know, her game's been. Um, but yeah, overall it was other and, and yeah, it was, it was a good episode. Um, uh, for me, uh, I thought one travel council was, was interesting. The first one, the second one was boring. Uh, Ryan getting taken out, I was like, whatever. Like, even at Ryan or Cassidy, I was like, that tribal council sucked. Like, I didn't care who got taken out. I thought overall, sometimes I'm just like, I think they get too cute with the double tribal council. I'd rather the whole group go and then have to vote out two people or something. That would be more interesting to me than splitting them up. And I don't like all that stuff, you know, not this late in the merge. And yeah, so I have problems with that aspect of it. Okay, so hypothetical, if it was the entire group voting out two people, who's gone? Owen uh, and... I didn't get the first name. Owen. Owen and who? 
I don't. Uh, that's where I'm. I kind of. It's tough. Maybe maybe Noel because you know it's the easy choice. Um, but I don't know. What do you What are your thoughts? It would have been different, like you know, because the whole dynamic would have been different, and um, you know, maybe then Carla does turn on Sammy, and like you know what I mean. I just think like certain things probably would have played out differently um, because there's just more people around and it's just, you know, you can formulate plans and look at numbers a little bit easier. Whereas when you have like these small groups, I don't like it so much. I like, I prefer a bigger merge tribe because then you get the big swings, you know, you get the best tribal councils I've always found have been like when it's like six against five, you know, or something like that, or like five on four, you know, and then one person swings or, you know, or an idol's played or something like that. Okay. So what we're left in the game now is Carla has her immunity idol. Cody has his immunity idol. Jesse. Jesse has uh, Janine's immunity idol, but doesn't she, he also have another, doesn't he have two? No, sorry. Cody doesn't have his immediate idol. Jesse has both Cody's and Janine's because Cody has not asked for it back at all. Oh, wow. All right. So unless that's shown, we're led to assume that Jesse is still in, uh, <laughs> still in, uh, in possession of both. And I think that is it. The knowledge of power is um, off the board and as well as the uh, steal a vote is gone. Which is great, because I did not want this season to deteriorate into a, an idle get-in again. I, seeing it once was like interesting, but I, I hate to ever see that situation again. So, uh, we'll see what's coming up. Um, another, you know, it wasn't that bad of an episode. Typically, isn't this episode or the next episode a two-hour, hour-and-a-half special because of uh, the U.S. fake Thanksgiving um, time period? Might be. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know if we're getting it. It didn't give me the impression that next week's episode is longer. We didn't get on a very special Survivor, you know, or on a two-hours Thanksgiving Survivor special. Uh, we didn't get that, so I assume... That is a typical regular episode, which is totally fine by me. Um, I did. I just do want to do some cleanup as well. Last episode, I did mention that two gentlemen would be eliminated. Dave did not believe me. I was right. You were. I was right. I was right. Um, I did. I. I think I said two women were going to win um, immunity. There's only one. Sorry. And we can't all be perfect, but I'm pretty damn close. We were close. Yeah, it was close. Um, so, um, overall, I'm kind of interested to see what happens next. Um, before we close off, I'd like to thank um, Foster. Thank you for joining us once again. It's greatly appreciated. You know, Always a pleasure. Place. Yes. Um, Jeff, you're brilliant as always. Thank you. Thanks for hosting there, Jamil. No thanks, problem. thanks, Jamil. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for a great night, boys. Thanks, Sam, in the chat. Yes, thank you, Sammy. Um, <laughs> call you Sammy. Um, I gotta, I gotta plug our shows. I gotta plug all the things. So, uh, right now, you, people who might just join us later, asking, 
Where is Dave? Well, Dave is currently on the Hold Up podcast right now with um, Davin Scalehorn and Chris Murphy. Um, they're um, recording as of right now. Uh, they c- double booked. Um, so, what do you hold get up. a chance to hold up? <laughs> hold up. What's the Hold Up podcast about? Hold Up podcast is a, a debate show where um, each person shows a, a, a movie, a, picks a movie regarding a certain theme, and uh, they uh, determine if it holds up or it doesn't. Um, so Davin typically um, goes from the perspective of older is better. And uh, Chris Murphy is the, the youngin saying, nah, uh, that kind of sucks, but this new stuff is still really good and will hold up over the test of time. So uh, when you get a chance to check it out, this episode they were talking about, uh, I think it was science fiction or in general. So they were doing, um, uh, or is it dystopias? It was Logan's Run, uh, Gattaca, and Southland Hills are the three movies that they will be covering tonight. So when you get a chance to go check it out, uh, tell them that we sent you there. Um, and, um, eventually, you know, some of us might be appearing on the podcast in the future. Never know. Um, next one up is the Graphic Histories podcast, uh, done by Andre, uh, where he, uh, does interviews with, uh, uh, various comic book, um, legends. Uh, I believe he did a recent interview with the, um, uh, Night of the Evil Dead, um, uh, writer, uh, great stuff. Uh, very, uh, very thought-provoking questions and uh, dialogue that occurs. Please check it out. Uh, Andre is also with Davin on the X-rated movie podcast covering X-Men: The Animated Series. They just finished the Dark Phoenix saga um, and going to be moving on, I believe, onto uh, a season uh, either. I think season four of um, x-men the animated series uh you want to get on board start from the beginning catch up because it's going to be the perfect prelude to next year when they have x-men 97 the new disney plus animated show continuing x-men the animated series love x-men people love x-men and you know what we like also it was brought late too late in marvel but anyways go ahead (laughs) we also like star trek and funny enough We have a Star Trek podcast show, uh, a whole channel. Say what? Say what? Live long in podcast, right? Uh, Now, there's various aspects of it. You have the Locuters of Trek. Um, You have uh, the uh, regular, which covers uh, uh, recaps of all the episodes, so original series, uh, Next Gen, uh, uh, Voyager, Currently, we have D Space Nine at Nine that we host on Tuesdays. Mondays we have Enterprise, and on Thursdays is where we do our our newer shows. And right now we have Star Trek Prodigy, which is um, on its um, part one, part two of its first season. Um, people are loving it. Um, people are really digging it. You should check it out. Um, also, we have Star Trek Radio Theater, where. Uh, we uh, recap, well, not recap, we narrate and do like a radio play for old Star Trek episodes or movies. Uh, just recently they did, uh, was it East of Eden? 
used to be. Sorry, fuck that. See, I pressed the wrong button. I was perfectly good up until that point. Um, so close. So close. I don't know where that button is. I don't see it. But regardless. You did a um, great job, Jamil. Up until that point is what you're saying. <laughs> you said it, I didn't. <laughs> um, also, friend of the podcast, you have the Hellbound podcast with Michael Chan, Star Trek's own Michael Chan, and also Live Long and Podcast's own Michael Chan, uh, where they uh, they cover horror movies and uh, do a little recap. And um, all these shows are in a federation. A federation of podcasts, you would say, right? Uh, so you'll get more news on the United Federation of Podcasts coming soon, the more uh, next couple of months, um, or before Dave spills all the beans in the next show that he's on. And uh, last but not least, I always like mentioning it, Sam Jerka, Paranoia, Super Smash Brothers, Seth. Let's talk about fighting games. Is the podcast where they just talk about fighting games. Uh, so you should check that out. Just look at your uh, podcast catcher or your Spotify or Apple Music or whatever you listen to podcasts with. Check it out. Check out all the podcasts that were mentioned. This thing goes on too long. I don't know why Dave does it. I just go to sleep usually during this period. Me too. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> Are you doing it, Jamil? I'm wide awake. Um, that's it. Well, it's hey, I don't have a script. There's no script here. All right. So that's it. Watch us next week uh, for our next episode of Star Trek, the Survivor, tomorrow's Star Trek. And this is the Super Mater Brothers podcast. And this is our exit video. And I'm going to end the show there. <laughs>